Hello, Becca Rich here. It is 2024. Happy New Year. Woohoo! I'm coming in on Not Too Productive here today to talk about cyclical time. I'm going to talk about the little history lesson on the Gregorian calendar, why I stopped following it, and what I'm doing instead, which is being in tune with the cyclical nature of time uh, and the seasons and the moon. So before I dive into that, I wanted to share something that I'm loving that's not typically productive, that's actually productive to me, is not jumping into goal setting in the new year. I'm still chilling. I'm barely working. I'm recording this epi and maybe like one or two calls this week. And I'm just allowing my body to tell me what to do right now. It's super weird though because I'm in Florida, so it's not winter. I'm also headed to the Southern Hemisphere in like 10 days. So it's going to be summer in like 10 days, but it's going to be winter in my body. And it, so, anyways, it is super fun to just let myself be right now in like this weird, wonky space of, you know, Florida winter southern hemisphere soon preparations bonding bathing suits and that is all coming together to leave me in a space of like void likeness and I think even if you're not in this transition space like I am well I guess everybody is in a transition space because it's you know transitioning from 2023 to 2024 Um, but if you're not moving traveling and you're in winter and you're wintering, allow yourself to winter. You know, I I can totally see why people feel like, you know, the new year should be for setting goals and jumping in head first and doing all these things. Like everyone around us is setting resolutions and setting goals and getting started and hitting the ground running. And you can feel this like vibe or pressure in the air to do that. You don't want to miss out on this like train of new yearness. However, winter is not the time to set big goals and make huge shifts in your lifestyle and your habits. Winter is for rest. Winter is for reflecting and learning and preparing for the spring. It is literally the season to chill. And so the most productive thing that you can do right now in this season is chill. If you work hard, set goals, and you don't meet them because your body is more tired and there's less sunlight and less energy and motivation in nature, you might not meet them and then you'll feel disappointed. And then that kind of like sets the whole rest of this year up for like that's how I felt in the past right when you set a resolution and then by February or March it's forgotten about or moved on to the next shiny object or um, it's hard to you know quote-unquote stick to it feels like shit and so when you allow yourself to be in the season of winter and not set these huge massive goals and changes and resolutions and let yourself chill you will be much more ready for the spring when it's time to do that, when it's time to set these goals or visions or intentions for your year. So that's something that I'm loving that is not typically seen as productive, which is actually productive. 
I encourage you to winter, to be winter, be in winter, winter in your life, all of it. Uh, And I'm going to dive into today's episode, which is cyclical time. And this is my little history lesson on the calendar. Of course, look things up yourself, research things too, because it's super fascinating. The Gregorian calendar (laughs) is what most of us use it's mostly widely used in the world that is the civil slash government calendar and because europe and america is centered around christianity you know not going into history but catholicism was one of the powerful christian sects of christianity the gregorian calendar was created by an italian scientist for pope gregory 13 in 1582 so very long time ago all in an attempt to fix the previously used calendar which was the julian calendar there was an issue with the julian calendar it was out of sync it was getting out of sync and so this italian scientist whose name i'm probably going to butcher but it's aloysius lilis <laughs> And he helped create what we know as now as, you know, the calendar year, 365 days with a leap year every four years to slowly, you know, stay in in touch with the seasons. And this is a civil calendar. I, I keep coming back to that, but it's also a religious and spiritual calendar. This, the Gregorian calendar is Catholic in origin. And it links up Catholic holidays, specifically Easter, to the spring season. The new year, in a way, is the Gregorian calendar. And it was slowly, slowly adopted around the world. Still to this day, countries are using their own calendars. But, you know, Greece in 1923 and Saudi Arabia in 2016, they adopted the Gregorian calendar. So not that long ago. Countries are still not using it. Ethiopia, Nepal, Iran, and Afghanistan all still use their own calendar. It's really cool to know that countries are like, nah, (laughs) I don't want to align my time with this calendar, this Catholic time. And I think it's really cool, before the Gregorian calendar's adoption, the English New Year began on March 25th, which is linked to a a Protestant holiday. However, I think it's super cool that the English New Year was in the spring instead of in January in the winter in the Northern Hemisphere. So a little history lesson of like this calendar that is widely used in the world is Catholic in origin and certain countries are still not adopting it. They're still saying, no, that's not how I want my time to be. I don't want my life to be centered around this calendar that doesn't have meaning, that doesn't mean something to me. And I think what's really cool about the Gregorian calendar is that it's actually cyclical. It's a solar calendar. It is about how long It takes for the earth to revolve around the sun. It's a whole other conversation, but what I'll say here in this one is that we as a society just don't follow the cyclical nature of the sun. So it's cool because it's cyclical, but we don't follow the cyclical nature of Gregorian calendar. Our society demands that we be awake and productive the same amount of time throughout the whole year. 
So while it's cyclical, we're not following the cyclical nature of it. However, lunar calendars, on the other hand, which is what I'm going to talk about in a little bit, but a, for me personally, um, a lunar calendar is based on the time it takes for the moon to revolve around the earth. And I don't know if you've ever seen the reels, but you could see like the moon moving around the earth and how it shifts the tides and the moon impacts us greatly. So the month that it takes for the moon to revolve around the earth, that is the lunar calendar, or the lunar month, lunar cycle. And it's cool because the first lunar calendar was discovered in France and Germany in caves. Also, these calendars date back to the Paleoth Paleolithic. <laughs> I'm going to butcher that. Around 32,000 years before Christ was born, right? And the Maya, the Incas, indigenous tribes knew nothing other than planning with the rhythm of the moon. So, like before Catholic religion, popes, all of that, people were planning with the moon. And for me, the smaller cycles are more accurate for planning and taking action than zooming out for a whole year. Why yearly resolutions don't really feel good to me. Why setting like specific, you know, smart goals or whatever on an annual basis don't make sense because it's too big. It's too zoomed out. I want to be able to like zoom in and plan and take action in a small cycle be in the small cycles with sort of maybe a bigger cycle vision or intention of like how I want to feel or be. So that's sort of lunar as opposed to solar. Gregorian is Catholic and solar. Lunar is, I don't know, I guess you could maybe say indigenous or pre-Catholic calendar. So it's really cool. Societies and countries get to decide what time means to them. I say, why can't we as individuals? And I think we can. I have. That's what I want to get into now is my story. You know, two-ish years ago, I was like, I'm not Catholic. No shade if you are. However, you know, I loved astrology and I loved the moon cycles. And so I would like, kept, kept switching back and forth between Gregorian, aka Jan 1, Feb 1, you know, all the months that we know and the lunar the lunar doesn't have necessarily like a set date. So it's like maybe it feels harder to follow, but there's a new moon every 20-ish days. And so I would like, you know, plan with the first of the month. And then whenever the new month was, I'd replan again. And so sometimes I'd be planning around the same day. Sometimes I'd be planning weeks apart. And then the full moon would come and then Maybe if the full moon was near the first of the month, it was so confusing. I was like, I'm supposed to be setting goals because it's the first of the month, but it's also a full moon, so I need to let go of things and rest and chill. It was so confusing trying to juggle both. And so I was like, screw it. I'm just going to follow the moon. <laughs> I'm just going to follow the lunar cycle. I don't need to plan with the first of the month. What is the meaning of the first of the month? It's just an arbitrary new month. Nothing... It, actually happens on the first of may or like in my life there's no there's no meaning to that date to me especially when let's say the first again the first of the month is on a full moon your body is naturally going to want to relax and rest and chill 
yet society is telling us set goals and go hard and do the things like it's it is confusing for our bodies and minds and that's why i think so many of us uh have sort of like this tension between our bodies and minds is we're following one thing with our minds but our bodies want a completely different thing and so how do we link them back up together and that's been my experience when i follow the moon i'm so much more in flow and linked in tune with the different parts of me. And I think it can be as simple as what many other countries do. They have sort of a Gregorian civil calendar to sort of make it easier externally, relationally between countries, but internally they use their own calendar. They have their own spiritual or religious or natural calendar that makes sense for what means the most to them, whether it's their religion, or their special holidays, or their natural nature cycles, the sun in, in that hemisphere or that country. So that is what I've done for myself, and that's what I, I'm inviting you to do, is you get to be your own society or country. You get to give meaning to time that makes sense to you. You get to bring these different parts of you, your mind and your body, together to work together instead of working and sort of fighting against one another. And what's really cool, I shared this in the last uh, episode that I recorded, the eight planning, annual planning do's and don'ts, time and life aren't linear. Ta to me, time is cyclical. Tasks don't get done linearly. Healing doesn't happen linearly. And when we approach it linearly, it feels scarce. It feels like it's running out and we have to chase it because it's running out. And that's where the hamster wheel cycle starts to be created. And when you look at time as cyclical, time is nature. We are animals. We are nature. Our bodies are impacted by nature. All we have to do is look towards nature to tell us how to create our own time, create our own calendar that makes the most sense to us. Every year we have the sun going around. We have winter, spring, summer, fall. And then every day we have morning and night. There's a full moon and a new moon every 28 days. So like, there's these cyclical patterns that we choose which one makes the most sense to us. And in nature, there is enough time for both rest and action, expansion and contraction. When we acknowledge the wisdom in nature and plan with it, playing with the patterns and cycles, we get to work and live easier. And so that's all I am doing. <laughs> that's all I'm doing in my own life. And that's what I'm sharing with you if you want to do this as well. If you want to create your own calendar, your own meaning, give your own meaning to time, it's possible for you. So two more things that I wanted to dive into is sort of like the two points that I look for my own calendar, which is maybe a combination of the Gregorian are what we know of and also the lunar. So I look to the seasons. That's one of the places. The seasons in our environment impacts us greatly. As someone that has traveled all over the world for the last three and a half years, um, I very much am in tune with like how much energy I have where I'm at in the world and how much sunlight there are is and temperature, the nature, like the environment, the weather, 
the holidays, all of that stuff impacts us. They greatly influence our sleep patterns, our energy, our capacity. And so I sort of look to the seasons for the overall vibe of, you know, the three moon cycles that are within it. So winter is time to rest, prepare, learn. That's the vibe of winter is to, to chill in nature. Things are decomposing, covered in snow, still, there's less sunlight, hibernation, all of that's super important for the entire cycle of the year. And then what comes next is spring. So spring is the time that everything is waking up. And so it's the time to set goals and to act and to welcome in new opportunities, right? And just think about spring. Things are starting to bloom. Things are growing. You're planting seeds. You're, um, things are melting. The snow is melting. And you're starting to see new buds. And then summer is what I think of. I think of summer as a time to protect, care for, and persist. So the actions, the goals, it's just the time to maintain and to protect, to care for, watering your plants, watering the seeds, and keep going. And then fall is time to accept and reflect and celebrate. The abundance, harvest, celebration, the holidays are starting again. So when you zoom out on the, the four main seasons in nature, all four are equally important for the well-being of the year. And then within each season, there's smaller cycles of the moon going around the earth, lunar calendar or lunar months. The new moon is traditionally thought of as the perfect time to set intentions for the 28-day cycle ahead. That's why I choose new moons as the beginning of each month. It's simple as that. My May 1 isn't the start of the month. The start of the month is when the new moon is in that month. So the new moon in Capricorn is January 11th. So that is my first new moon of the year. And you can get more specific with the astrology, but you don't have to. Like you can, if you're really into astrology, you can apply the new moon to your natal chart, figure out what house to, you know, connect it with and all that stuff. But if that is a foreign language to you, that's okay. Maybe it's just set a goal on January 11th <laughs> or set an intention. I, again, I don't really like goals. I just say because that's what people use, but set your intention for the next 28 days on the new moon. It can be as simple as that. That, that's what I follow. It's as simple as that. I don't follow the first of the month. I don't follow the Gregorian calendar. I just simply look to the vibe of the season and then set an intention that is sort of in that vibe. For example, the next moon cycle, January 11th, finishing up my digital calendar for course, my digital calendar for humans course. So I'm preparing, I'm resting, I'm preparing, I'm inwards, I'm learning. And it'll be launching and ready to go probably sooner than the spring, but we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, that's cyclical time. You get to be your own country. You get to give meaning to time that makes sense to you. And you get to align your mind and your body together. That's, that's what we're doing here in an attempt to be more at peace, to work and live easier 
to get things done easier, feel good about how we spend our time. That is the intention. The integration questions, if you so choose to live more at peace in cyclical time and time abundance. What are your thoughts about the Gregorian calendar? What sort of calendar makes the most sense to you? What conscious meaning do you want to give time? And are you giving unconscious meaning to time? Is there anything that, you know, are you feeling pressure on the first of the month to like set resolutions and go, go, go? Is that conscious or unconscious? And then what's possible for you when you give your own meaning to time, when you follow your own calendar? What is possible in your mind, your body, your spirit, your work, your life? If you want to plan with me, if you want my 2024 cyclical planner, access to it and more information about planning cyclically, it is on my website. It's $22. It's a Notion database that's super easy to use, to implement the exact planner that I'm using. I'm also including a free planning event for anyone that purchases the planner on Friday, January 19th, where I will be going behind the scenes into my plan for 2024 in the cyclical planner and answering any questions. Do a little bit of coaching in there. Who knows? We'll see. And if you purchase it, you get the upgraded version every year. So 2025 rolls around, you'll get the new planner all automatically. You don't have to purchase it again. 2026 rolls around, you get the new one again. It's a great deal for $22. You get a planning event and 2025, 2026, like on and on and on cyclical planners every year when they come out in the future. Go grab the planner now before January 19th. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love for you to support it. Hit subscribe, leave a review, download, share post your integration questions, send me them on Instagram DM. I'd love to hear more about your thoughts on the Gregorian calendar and what's possible when you give your own meaning to time. And I will see you on the next episode. Ciao!